right, the Detroit Lions head to Lambeau to face the Green Bay Packers in a game that the Lions will win. But in this matchup between NFC North rivals, we will see a massive breakout from Luke Musgrave. The next big thing at tight end already happened for Sam Laporta. Luke Musgrave is next. We've got that. We've got news across the NFL and more on Player Profiler today. This is the week that Luke Musgrave breaks out all over the place. This is the week for Luke Musgrave against the Detroit Lions. Luke Musgrave, every single week, has led the Green Bay Packers in routes run. The guy is being used like a wide receiver one. He led the team in receptions in week three, led the team in targets the week before. Luke Musgrave is the real deal at tight end. We already saw Sam Laporta break out. He is a must start at tight end. But now Luke Musgrave is about to establish himself as that guy as well. So far, the Lions in three games, they have given up over 200 yards to the tight end position, 23 receptions, averaging 7.6 receptions for 74 yards a game to the tight end position. That alone is 15 PPR points. And they haven't faced anyone special either. Noah Gray and Blake Bell for the Kansas City Chiefs with Travis Kelsey out. Noah Fant and Will Disley. Kyle Pitts still hasn't put it together at the NFL level, aside from a stellar first year, but still doesn't find the end zone. And we can't trust Kyle Pitts, as we all know. Jonu Smith, McCole Pruitt. These are the players that were putting up fine numbers against the Detroit Lions. And now... You get Luke Musgrave, who is better than all of these tight ends. Every single one of them. This is the week where Luke Musgrave establishes himself as a must-start. Yes, you are starting Luke Musgrave over Kyle Pitts this week. I just need to see it from Kyle Pitts. I haven't seen it. If I see it, maybe we can trust him. But Luke Musgrave, the real deal. 49 yards on six targets, eight or six receptions, eight targets last week. Christian Watson returns to open up the middle of the field. Hello to Senor Football. You are so welcome for all the advice on Tank Dell. Tank Dell is a star in the making, just like Luke Musgrave. Man, Jack, I want Luke to break out. I think he, this will be weak but his week-to-week consistency worries me in an offense with low pass volume. Packers are 25th in pace of play. Detroit is 14th. I get it. I understand the worry. Also happy to have you on the show, Zara. But Luke Musgrave, he is getting wide receiver one usage, running more routes than anyone on the Green Bay Packers. And now Christian Watson returns. Obviously, that is going to command targets, but it's also going to open up the middle of the field. It is going to allow for more explosive plays to Luke Musgrave. And if Luke Musgrave had just a slightly more accurate quarterback, if Jordan Love threw a slightly more accurate ball, he has three touchdowns instead of none. And he is being talked about ahead of Sam Laporta. It's going to happen. This is the week for Luke Musgrave. And I think it's going to be a long-term thing. That being said, Luke Musgrave over Dallas Goddard. Ooh, Dallas Goddard might be the decision point where I do start him over Luke Musgrave just because of the consistency from Dallas Goddard. Who do the Eagles play this week? Who are the Eagles up against the commanders? 
Mm, I, I, I'm going to say go bold and go Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave, the upside play. Go Luke Musgrave. Anyways, moving on to the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. Jordan Love has not been particularly great this season. He is 33rd in clean pocket completion percentage. He is 27th in deep ball completion percentage. He has a very high average depth of target. He is pushing the ball downfield. He is throwing passes past the line of scrimmage quite often. That is all good to see. He just hasn't been particularly accurate, but his wide receivers have made up for it in what they do after the catch with his wide receivers carrying him to fifth in QBR. Thanks to a 4.9 or 4.29 yards after catch per reception. That is most in the NFL. No quarterback is getting more out of their pass catchers than Jordan Love so far. And then you get Christian Watson to just open up the middle of the field a little bit more. Make the offense more dangerous, more explosive, and allow Luke Musgrave to thrive over the middle. Christian Watson is questionable, as is Aaron Jones. Christian Watson was did not practice to start the week, but he does expect to play. They held him out of last week's contest. In preparation for Thursday night football, it sounds as though Christian Watson, who hasn't played yet this year, and Aaron Jones, who hasn't played since the third quarter of week one, sounds like they're both going to be back. And the last time that these two teams faced off, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great day. 215 yards, touchdown, and an interception. But 104 of those yards went to Christian Watson. The Lions were able to, he was able to get behind the Detroit Lions, and that very well could happen. The Detroit Lions secondary has had its ups and downs so far this season. Touchdown went to Alan Lazard last time, but for the Lions, the Lions ran the hell out of the football in the two matchups that they have had with the Green Bay Packers, and we will get to that and much more right after this. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free, and one of our key missions is to make as much statistics and information and deep analysis available on playerprofiler.com for free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible. If you can't do All In, that's okay. We have a draft kit. Or you can just subscribe to the player rankings. Those now include tight end premium FFPC ranks. Our brand new data analysis package will blow your hair back. And of course, there's our Dynasty Deluxe and our DFS Dominator. Take a moment, check out our premium services to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5. Whatever the under is on Kadarius Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is, once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. 
Go to the App Store, get the Mojo app, and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo, start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader. Back to the Detroit Lions. Yes, they were slow-paced against the Green Bay Packers in their past two matchups. Jared Goff threw for 224 yards in their most recent game. Game before that, he did have two touchdown passes to Shane Zilstra and James Mitchell, the two tight ends who, along with Brock Wright, helped to fill in for TJ Hawkinson. But it was all about the running backs. Last time, they faced 16 carries for Jamal Williams, 72 yards, two touchdowns for their RB1 up the middle, whereas DeAndre Swift, six carries, but he had seven receptions, goes for 76 total yards. The Lions were able to take advantage of the Packers linebacking core, who lost Quay Walker because he shoved a ref, and or shoved a trainer, sorry, and was kicked out of the game. But the Packers are going to be without Devondre Campbell this week, their former all-pro inside the middle of the linebacking core. And I expect this to be the same. I expect David Montgomery, if he plays, sounds like David Montgomery is going to return from that thigh injury. I expect him to have some success. I expect him to be able to run on the Green Bay Packers. And I expect Jameer Gibbs to have some success like DeAndre Swift did last year. I expect him to be more involved in the passing game. And I expect a big day from Amon Ross St. Brown, even though their past two matchups with the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown. Hasn't been particularly great. He's averaging five receptions for 52 yards. Nothing special. But before that, the year before that, in his rookie season, Amon Ross St. Brown final game of the season goes for 109 yards and a touchdown on eight receptions. That is more in line with what I expect from Amon Ross St. Brown because Jair Alexander does not follow into the slot. He is one of the most shadow-heavy cornerbacks. He follows the wide receiver one. Wherever he goes, as long as where he goes is on the outside, left or right. He's not following Amon Ross St. Brown into the slot, which is why I expect a big day from Amon Ross St. Brown, as well as the running backs. Maybe some Sam Laporta in there as well with some poor safety play, poor linebacker play with the starting linebacker out as well. So, as you can tell, I am very excited about this Detroit Lions versus Green Bay Packers game. And I am very excited to have the Harry Snowman on the show, as well as Vibrator on the show as well. Always a pleasure when you can all tune in in the club with Senor Max on. Oh, talking about FFPC contest. Henry and Flowers for Higgins and Stevenson. Ooh, I think I want the Higgins and Stevenson side of that as much as I love Zay Flowers. Derek Henry has been disappointing. He has been frustrating. Mondre Stevenson seems like he has a little bit more consistent role and he is going to be used in pass catching situations. Whereas if the Titans get down, Derek Henry is going to be on the bench. And I still love T Higgins, even if he's struggled to catch the ball all season. I think I go with that. Detroit is so much a better team at home. Asking Jared Goff to play outdoors and win as a road favorite is a tough ask. Except the last time he did it against the Green Bay Packers, the last time these two teams faced off in week 18, where he actually did it the Packers run defense holds up like it did against New Orleans and if the pack generate the same pressure Green Bay should be in great position to win this game I disagree I think the Detroit Lions offensive line is a hell of a lot better than the New Orleans Saints offensive line which is one of many weak spots and many injuries at this point in the season also before Derek Carr went down 
and James Winston came into the game. It felt as though the Green Bay Packers defense could not stop the Saints. So I, I disagree, but I am obviously biased. Not sure what that is. Oh, I don't know what the FFPC is. FFPC is great. Absolutely fantastic. Guy trades Jordan Addison and James Conner for Derek Henry. I have Bijan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm game with that. Actually, no, I think I hold off. I think I hold off. I think James Conner, his usage has been pretty great so far. I think expect big things from Jordan Addison. So no, I don't think I do that trade. Two RB and one wide receiver, non-PPR, Jameer Gibbs, Devon A-Chain, Rashad White, Roshan, Ayuk, Flowers. So one wide receiver is going to be Brandon Ayuk if he plays, which he expects. It looks like he's going to play. And my two running backs are going to be Jameer Gibbs against the Packers and Devon A-Chain against the Bills. Saints defense, pretty stout, especially against the run. And... Roshan Johnson. Roshan doesn't play the Chiefs this week. Roshan played the Chiefs last week, but either way, don't trust him. Uh, moving on, which running back pair would you rather have rest of season PPR? Mostert and Wilson or Walker and Charbonnet, I think. Oh, easily Walker and Charbonnet. Easily, easily Walker and Charbonnet. I think Devon A-Chain is now the RB1 for the Miami Dolphins. I would rather have Walker and Charbonnet probably over A-Chain and Mostert still. Because I like Walker more than A-Chain. And Charbonnet steps right in. But Mostert and Wilson? No, no contest with Walker and Charbonnet. What else are we looking at here? Walker over Mostert. Absolutely. Walker and Sharps. A-Chain is too much of a fact. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If Devon A-Chain was in this conversation, it would be much closer. But... Uh, has there been any news about Jonathan Taylor coming back? Well, it seems as though Jonathan Taylor still wants to be traded, and it sounds like the Colts still don't want to pay Jonathan Taylor. So he's going to come back, hopefully, after this week. Hopefully he returns, but it's there, there's no clarity. There's just no clarity whatsoever still at this point. Moving on to the injury report, we've got Austin Eckler. He was limited today. He's missed the past two games with a high ankle sprain. And he realizes that the Chargers have a bye next week, but he still thinks he can return. Expects to practice this week. We'll see if they end up holding him out or not. Crazy that we already have buys next week, though. Week five for bye weeks for the Chargers, the Browns, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. So make sure you plan accordingly. Make sure you keep that in mind with potential waiver pickups before next week. But Austin Eckler, hopefully he finally makes his return for the Los Angeles Chargers. Looks like Jalen Waddle is going to make his return for the Miami Dolphins. He is back to practice. He had his red non-contact jersey removed, cleared for contact. Looks like Jalen Waddle is back to 100% after his concussion. Expect big things from Jalen Waddle once again after the Miami Dolphins put up 70 points without him. And it looks as though Cooper Cup is going to return after week four. He was placed on injured reserve with the hamstring injury before the season. Now, looks like he is going to return for week five. We'll see how things shake out after that. But for now, you are absolutely trusting Puka Nakua for another week. Then maybe bench him the week after. And then we'll see from there. We will reassess once Cooper Cup returns on Puka Nakua. But for now, still start him, still trust him. In a tight end premium, 1.5, 12 teams start, 9. What are you willing to trade for guys like Laporta and Musgrave? Is there any other young breakout tight ends slowly breaking out? Well, I mean, Dalton Kincaid, sort of. He is getting good peripherals. But 
Yeah, other good young tight ends. Not those are the main guys right now. Those are the main guys I can think of. Maybe on the cheap, Donald Parham. He already has three touchdowns, which is more than Kyle Pitts has in his NFL career. When Mike Williams went down, we ended up seeing a boost for Donald Parham, not for Quinton Johnston. They shifted to more of a two tight end offense. So that's a dart throw, but I still think Gerald Everett is the main tight end. So also in terms of what I'd be willing to give up for those guys. Second rounder, I don't know if a first is quite worth it. I guess in Dynasty, it probably is in tight end premium. At this point, low first or a second, not a high first. JT will come back and come back and stub a toe. Yeah, pretty much. Jonathan Taylor, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if and when he is going to play. Andrews, Roshan, and last 20 and last 24 first for Stroud and Superflex. Yeah, I would do that. I would absolutely do that to get CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is a must acquire in Superflex. The price is only going to continue to go up. I would rather have Luke Musgrave over Pat Fryermuth the rest of the way. Pat Fryermuth doesn't have the explosive upside that Luke Musgrave does. The Steelers offense also slow paced like the Green Bay Packers, but it is just so much less explosive. Give me Luke Musgrave. Puka is Puka is the Robert Woods role already. He's been playing so much outside when we expected him to be a slot receiver. He is just the new Robert Woods. Can he run the dig like Robert Woods? Yes, he absolutely can. It is incredible. It is just a one-for-one player replacement, Puka Nakua replacing Robert Woods, but here we are. Moving on to, uh, back to the injury report, though. The Baltimore Ravens, Gus Edwards Limited. He is in the concussion protocol, but he is on track to play, whereas Justice Hill working to the side. He is not officially practicing yet, though working off to the side. That is a good sign for Justice Hill to play this week. And if he does, I much prefer Justice Hill to Gus Edwards. When they are both playing without J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill is the one running all the routes. Justice Hill got the first crack at the goal line, both in week one and in week two. Gus Edwards just happened to be the one to score in week two. So Justice Hill, if he is on your waiver wire, if someone dropped him, because he missed last week. Go out and get Justice Hill. Much prefer him over Gus Edwards. We're also missing Odell Beckham and Rashad Bateman. Odell Beckham has an ankle injury. Rashad Bateman has a hamstring injury. Neither of them ended up practicing today. But that means there's three wide receivers left for the Baltimore Ravens. It's Zay Flowers. It's Nelson Aguilar. It's Devin Duvernay. And they'll have to call up Laquan Treadwell. From the practice squad, it looks like if Odell and Rashad Bateman both end up mix, missing time. Good news for the Baltimore Ravens, though. They saw the return of Ronnie Stanley, their left tackle, their center Tyler Linderbaum returned to practice, and their safety Marcus Williams, who tore his pectoral muscle, also returned to practice. Though their safety Kyle Hamilton, who had three sacks last week against the Indianapolis Colts, did miss practice today with a back injury. Allen Robinson also missed practice today for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He didn't practice with an ankle injury. And when Deontay Johnson returns, I think we should still be seeing plenty of Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin then should be the starting slot receiver over Allen Robinson. He is the only dynamic player on this Pittsburgh Steelers offense, aside from George Pickens, but only player who runs a sub 4-4 is Calvin Austin. Sorry, Allen Robinson, as much as I have... Loved having you on my team in the past. It just isn't it anymore. It's time for you to seed the way for Calvin Austin. We also have some players that are limited in practice. I talked about it earlier. Brandon Ayuk limited with the shoulder injury. Looks like he is going to make his return this weekend. And if Brandon Ayuk's playing, you're playing him. 
As with Brees Hall, Brees Hall is limited with his knee injury as he recovers from the ACL tear, but he's just going to be limited all season at various points. It is not anything to worry about with Brees Hall. At this point, it looks like he's relegated Dalvin Cook. Brees Hall seems to be the clear RB1. Dalvin Cook seems to be the clear RB2A to the RB2B of Michael Carter, who still comes in on passing downs. At some point, though, Brees Hall is going to relegate Michael Carter on passing downs as well. It's already a good start that he has separated himself from Dalvin Cook. So Brees Hall, great news. Jerry Judy, limited with a knee injury. Traylon Burks, limited with a knee injury as well. We will keep an eye on those as the week progresses. And the same with the Cleveland Browns. Jerome Ford picked up a shoulder injury. He was limited today in practice, whereas Kareem Hunt didn't practice. He's got a groin injury. He's got a rib injury. <sighs> it looks as though the rumors about Kareem Hunt being washed are absolutely true, but we knew that. That's why you tuned into Player Profiler today. Jerome Ford, hopefully he plays. And if Jerome Ford plays, you're probably playing him based on the running back landscape. There have been very few teams that I've heard where they actually have the guys. They don't need Jerome Ford, which is a miracle. They just happen to pick the few healthy running backs that ended up making it through the season so far. What an NFL season this has been so far. All of the injuries, all of the changes. Dallas Cowboys, they are missing three starters on their offensive line right now. Left tackle, right guard, and center all didn't practice today for the Dallas Cowboys. And that really contributed to their loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Good news, though, Joe Burrow practices in full with his calf injury. Joe Burrow is starting to heal up. Joe Burrow is getting healthier as long as there are no setbacks. We could be looking at the upswing we have all been waiting for for Joe Burrow. And same with Patrick Mahomes, though it's not an upswing, not like he struggled, but we get good news because Patrick Mahomes practiced in full with his ankle injury. Nothing to worry about there, Patrick Mahomes, whether it was the magic of Taylor Swift attending the Chiefs game, whether it was just not that big of a deal. Patrick Mahomes practices in full with an ankle injury, whereas Kadarius Tony doesn't practice with a toe. Oh, sorry, he's limited, actually. He practices a little bit with a toe injury. Kadarius Tony limited for the Kansas City Chiefs. Nico Collins or Tank Dell? I think I personally prefer Tank Dell. Nico Collins is playing the Marvin Harrison role, which is more down the field, explosive upside. But I think the PPR ability of Tank Dell leads to more consistency. So give me Tank Dell over Nico Collins. Though both of them are a consistent start every week at this point. Robert Woods probably too. They are all just getting high-end target numbers. 7 to 10 to 12 targets a game for the trio of Robert Woods and Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Love the breakout from Tank Dell. Love that Anthony Richardson is back at practice. He is limited coming out of the concussion protocol. This is a good sign for Anthony Richardson to make his return this week for the Indianapolis Colts, as well as his center, Ryan Kelly, who also missed time with a concussion. Deshaun Watson didn't throw today. He's got a shoulder injury, though. It looks like this is more of a load management issue for Deshaun Watson, though something to monitor as the season goes on. Deshaun Watson already not healthy, already making some mistakes, already frustrated on the field with some face masks, some penalties, some turnovers. Keep an eye on Deshaun Watson and his injured shoulder. If at any point we see Dorian Thompson Robinson in Superflex, ooh, that is an intriguing start. Dorian Thompson Robinson was a lot of fun in the preseason. Speaking of rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young returned to practice and was a full participant, which breaks my heart. Absolutely breaks my heart. Bryce Young 
is not as good as Andy Dalton at this point. Andy Dalton's still a fine quarterback in the NFL. Bryce Young is figuring it out. And obviously you have to start Bryce Young to let him figure it out because we think he can be a higher ceiling version than Andy Dalton. But right now, against the Minnesota Vikings, and for fantasy football purposes, I would rather have Andy Dalton under center against the Minnesota Vikings. That would lend more upside to Adam Thielen, to DJ Chark, than Bryce Young. And with Bryce Young back in the lineup, hopefully this can be the breakout game for Bryce Young against the Minnesota Vikings. Arguably the worst defense in all of football. But I just wish we got to see one more week of Andy Dalton. He's back in practice, full participant, looks likely to play Sunday. We'll see if he has Miles Sanders, who's limited with a groin injury right now. Limited means I believe Miles Sanders does play, but how much? That's probably going to be closer to a split. Maybe he even seeds more time to Chuba Hubbard. Check out your waiver wire for Chuba Hubbard if you haven't heard us talking about him for weeks at this point. And Jonathan Mingo. We'll see if Jonathan Mingo plays for the Carolina Panthers. He is limited with a concussion. That is a good sign for Jonathan Mingo's return, but keep an eye on it. You are not going Luke Musgrave over Mark Andrews. That is getting too cute at this point. You are going with Mark Andrews over Luke Musgrave, but he's a tier below that. Rashi Rice to the moon. He, Rashi Rice stock up for sure. He is playing more and more. He is producing more and more. I like Rashi Rice. He could be the wide receiver one for the Kansas City Chiefs. It wouldn't be that hard because they don't really have that many options. It's not particularly competitive, but someone's got to do it, and it could absolutely be Rashi Rice. Tank Dell or Puka Nakua? I think I got to go with Puka Nakua at this point. I Who do they both play? The Houston Texans are playing. I think I'm going with Puka Nakua either way. Houston Texans against Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, that is a good matchup. But the Los Angeles Rams against the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, give me Puka Nakua. He's going to get the targets until Cooper Cup returns next week. Next week, if Cooper Cup returns, then I'm absolutely absolutely doing Tank Dell over Puka Nakua. I want to see what that role looks like. But for this week, for one more week, you're going Puka Nakua over Tank Dell. Someone offered me Camp Acres for some fab today. Should I save my money for waivers? Um, No, you may as well just go on Camp Acres. I mean, worst case scenario, you, you spend a little bit of fab. I hope you're not dropping too much of your fab. I'll make 5% of your fab and maybe up to 10% if you're desperate for a running back, but sure. Why not give it on cam makers? He could be, end up being the RB one for the Minnesota Vikings. Alexander Madison has not been good. Alexander Madison is not good. Cannot hold onto the football at some point. Cam makers. And it looks like cam makers might make his debut this weekend as well. Who's a running back. I could target. These are the running backs. I can package for an upgrade Ford, Algier, Kelly. Um, I, you're pretty good with Jerome Ford. I still believe that his role is going to be fine. I don't know who's going to bite on this mismatch of just guys. So at this point, like I prefer Jerome Ford over Kyron Williams. I really do. I know Kyron Williams has had an elite workload, but I don't expect that to continue. I expect Jerome Ford to have a dominant workload down the stretch as well. So I, I, I don't know. I think... Like, obviously, there's the high-end guys. There's the Kenneth Walkers. Travis Etienne is a guy that hasn't broken out yet, and I think he is in for some real explosive games in the near future. Josh Jacobs is targeting down. Yeah. Uh, who is Jeff? That JWJ is Jeff Wilson Jr. In Dynasty, Pitts or Nico Collins slash Chig Okonkwo. 
Uh, in Dynasty, I still prefer Kyle Pitts. I'm not willing to sell that low on him. I don't think Nico Collins is a big Dynasty asset. I think he is a trustworthy guy right now. He's a he's like a wide receiver three guy, but he's closer to a Hunter Renfro who's going to have a stock down, whereas Kyle Pitts really could break out if he is in a better situation. PPR flex, Jameer Gibbs, Calvin Ridley, or Christian Kirk. I'm starting Pollard, Swift, Monroe St. Brown, and Nakua. Ooh, Jameer Gibbs against the Green Bay Packers or the Jaguars against the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, I think I am going... Well, Calvin Ridley revenge game against the Atlanta Falcons. Going to be matched up against A.J. Turrell. He's going to be in Jackson... Or not in Jacksonville, sorry. He's going to be in London. I think I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley. I know he's had a down couple weeks, but he's been getting the targets. Give me Calvin Ridley. Yes, JWJ is Jeff Wilson Jr. Moving on to the final bits of injury notes around the NFL. Bryce Young. Oh, sorry. We already did Bryce Young. Jimmy G remains in concussion protocol. He did not practice today. Please, if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play this weekend, start Aiden O'Connell. Do not, for the light, love of God, do not force us to watch Brian Hoyer. I will never forgive you, Josh McDaniels. At that point, you will deserve to be fired. Final bits of news around the NFL. Kyron Williams, Sean McVay has recognized that that role is not sustainable, wants to get other players involved, other running backs involved. So whether it's going to be Ronnie Rivers, whether it's Zach Evans, whether it is Royce Freeman, we're not going to see as much as Kyron Williams. This role just cannot exist where he's getting 100% of the snaps every single week. Would you rather have Kyron Williams? Oh, A-chain over Kyron Williams for sure the rest of the season. Absolutely. No question about it. Not even close. I would much rather have Devon A-chain. Devon A-chain has special ability, whereas Kyron Williams, he's benefiting from role. But Kyron Williams is just a guy. And before I head off here, just wanted to remind you, set your lineups on Saturday night. I'll be back on Friday to remind all of you as well. But set your lineups on Friday night, Friday night, Saturday night, whenever. Sunday morning. Even if you live on the East Coast, you're up at 9.30 for kickoff. Whereas if you're on the West Coast, at 6.30 a.m. So set your lineups on Saturday night. Make sure you have everything good to go for the morning. Because we've got London football. And the last time Kyle Pitts was in London for an NFL game, he had nine receptions for 119 yards and a touchdown. But... That was with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan threw for over 300 yards that game. Almost 350 yards for Matt Ryan in London. Whereas Desmond Ritter never thrown for 250 yards in an NFL game. And that is why you still can't trust Desmond Ritter. You still can't trust Kyle Pitts. And that is why you are starting Luke Musgrave over Kyle Pitts. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.